Hi, I'm Dan Dunn, host of What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. But this is not What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. This is Hunter Gatherers. Hey, don't the, step on, don't step on podcast, my line, buddy. The, the don't podcast step on my podcast of Hunter S. Thompson stories. And if, they probably know that because they clicked on it, Dan. And that's Curtis or, Robinson. He or, is the actual host of this show. Yeah, but it's been a long day, Dan. It has been. Yeah. What are you yeah. drinking over there? This is Stranahan's um, Colorado Whiskey. George Stranahan was a good friend of Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, and, and Some might say, a, I would say, friends like that. I wish I had friends like that. that uh, yeah, the only problem with George is that, that I used to like, universally hate rich people. Yeah. And he, he was rich and was a great guy, and it just threw me off. I've never been the same. Yeah, well, so, uh, it's inconsistency. Well, that was one of the funny things about living in Aspen is, you know, I come like you come from a poor background and being in Aspen, I would become friends with people and you just didn't know, at least back then. Be, I remember one guy, Chip, and I'm like, oh, and he's like, oh, yeah, his family owns um, Pella Windows. And then I became friends with somebody. Her name was Wendy. And I found out she, she was, was Wendy. She was Wendy. Of <laughs> oh, Wendy's, I see. Yes. I see. Wendy Thomas. Um, speaking of rich people, uh, with us right now, I don't know. I don't even know what his bank account looks like at all. <laughs> well, we, 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 know he, we know he's a producer. He's so rich we know in it's not spirit what it, and we soul. We know it's not what it once was. He is one of the producers mm-hmm. and stars of so, Fear yes. and Loathing in Aspen. Brand new movie about Hunter's run for sheriff. Joining us, Paul Morgan. Paul, how are you? Uh, hello, Star is uh, a loose term, and uh, as this producer, but I appreciate you having me. But you're in it. I'm, I, I am in it, and uh, and I uh, I enjoyed it. And you play uh, Under Sheriff Rick. Under Sheriff Glenn Ricks is my okay. uh, is my role. Uh, he was the the one that got fed up with uh, the uh, the sheriff and decided to go out on his own. I was uh, I was his deputy, and then I went against him. Yeah, yeah. And so what? So the, the the idea is Hunter's running for sheriff, right? Yeah, this and is the powers that be don't like this, and you're one of the powers that be. Yes, I could not. Uh, I could not stand him, and and uh, don't want to spoil too much. But uh, we had some confrontations uh, early on, and then I had kind of a reckoning that he wasn't that wrong. Okay. So what, what was, is this your first film to be in as an actor? Well, I did a third grade musical um, that was, uh, that was just through the roof. Magellan, uh, Magellan the musical. I played a, uh, a Brooklyn mobster. Oh, wow. Um, this is in third grade. This was in third grade, yes. Yeah. So this is the this, last time, yes. But it was a film. Uh, it was recorded. <laughs> so, so, so it was a podcast? On your, on your mom's VHS. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. It was, so it was a podcast. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so you guys you shot the movie in Silverton, Colorado. How long was the shoot? So the the pre-prep started in May of 2018, and I was kind of like, if you knew me, I'm not the most organized, but of the group, I was the most organized. So I was uh, in charge of uh, finding lodging, finding finding locations, uh Food and beverage, uh, just kind of the stuff that nobody wants to do. They 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 stuck it on me. So you you got introduced to the glamour world pretty quickly. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was very very glamorous at ten thousand feet. So so when you when you when you came to it though, I mean, were you a hunter fan then? Was this a, a project for you or or so are you, are you uh, like these other people? Yeah. So uh, Bobby and I've been friends since 20, uh, 2010, 2011. Was we Bobby Kennedy the director? Yes, yeah. that, okay. that, that's correct. And. Uh, he, um, I, I dabbled in um, raising money for kind of passion projects of like friends doing 
movies. Um, and he uh, came to me this, with this project in 2017. And that was when uh, Stephen uh, Nemeth was, was working out a, a big production deal. Um, and then that deal kind of, we decided that we wanted to make it very homegrown and not like a big budget, uh, big budget studio project. And so, um, we decided that we needed to shoot during the fall of 18, um, to make it where end of summer, fall of 18, to make it where it was seasonal with the, the period, the election. And so, uh, we started scouting Silverton, um, end of May, 2018 and, uh, and then started shooting did into, you, into did September. You, did you think of shooting it in Aspen? Uh, it just wasn't an option. Aspen today is not what it was in 1970. And so um, Silverton, Silverton, um, Crested Butte, Sun Valley, kind of like those areas that are that are still kind of got that old school charm and there's not a you know a Gucci and Louis Vuitton on the corner. So was the movie, I'm assuming the movie was supposed to come out and got COVID. Yeah, correct. We, uh, we, we were accepted in the South by Southwest Film Festival, um, and due to COVID, the festival was canceled. And so we were scrambling for this, this past year to figure out what to do. Gotcha. Yeah. And now yeah, it's... We ahead. were actually going to podcast from, from, from... I remember it. It was the big theater down... It was just going to be such the, the highlight of my life, and, and no. Yeah, no. it was a thousand-seat a thousand theater in Austin, um, the perfect city for it, and it, uh, you know, it just didn't happen. It didn't happen, but now it's out, and uh, exciting stuff. How do you... Having gone through the whole process of scouting the hotels, lining away, and now it, you see it all come to fruition, how does it feel? Um, considering that um, there was so many hiccups uh, along the way with lodging, we had goats and dogs and pigs that um, would sleep inside. We had, uh, you know, musicians, grandchildren that would have. Uh, all night jam session. So we got kicked out of all of our housing, um, within five days. Um, the five the, days is pretty good. Yeah, it, it was. We Why got to bring in the goats. We got two, we got two warnings. So like the jam session would shut down around 5am and the goat would wake up at six. And so the, all the neighbors in this little 10 by 10 block town, like just, it just wasn't, uh, so we had to, we had to really scramble. We had people sleeping in tents. We had, People sleeping uh, in little cabins by the river uh, with no water. Uh, it was uh, our crew struck, uh, our crew left uh, numerous times where we had to kind of figure out a way to bring them back. Our caterer. So it sounds say, fitting for a Hunter Thompson movie. It does, yeah. but when you say your crew left, they just refused to show up the next day um, until uh, Stephen went and uh, talked to him and. Um, and um, kind of talked to them, them to come back. and told them to, and, and got them to come back. Like, you know, our scheduling, you know, as I said, I was the most organized of the of the group. And our scheduling wasn't uh, we didn't know when we were shooting until maybe an hour, hour and a half beforehand. Um, and uh, our kitchen didn't uh, our kitchen ended up our kind of industrial kitchen didn't pan out. We checked on it every month. And by the time we got there. We didn't have a kitchen, so we were trying to serve food out of food trucks to 100 people. And um, it, uh, it was at 10,500 feet of altitude, 
without uh, it was uh, it was it was a journey. It was an adventure. How do you feel about the the movie itself? The created the product that came out. Uh, w- super super impressed. Uh, we've got a producer Max Loeb who uh, kind of took over the post production and. You know, everybody, you know, nobody was nobody got paid on this film. Like like it's you know, we're we're doing, you know, actor Cheryl Hines was making a hundred dollars a day, you know, like we were like super, super duper low budget and people just stepped up when they had to. And have you have you at any time considered a career in podcasting? Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, I talk to myself a lot. Um, oh, that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that uh, what podcasting is? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what I've been doing. The distinction without a difference. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm open, I'm open to anything. So this, this, this film now, interestingly, COVID sort of derails it a little and now you get the release date and then COVID flares up again. Is that, was that causing you any anxiety or um, at this point? You know, just- me personally, I believe that, you know, when it's time to go, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, I, so- meant, I meant in terms of fucking with the release of the movie at all, or is that, um, you know, I, uh, I, what are you going to do? The, you know, the, what are you going to do? The film, the, the film, I mean, you know, we got a week long run in theaters and, and it's in certain markets and, um, it's, uh, it's something where, well, that's you know, about, uh, I think tomorrow is going to go through. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. What, what more could you ask for? Right. So, you know, just, just, uh, uh, just so we can pull it out and make it a clip, set it up for us. Tell it, tell us what the movie's about and, and why you think it might be relevant now. So after um, after Hunter wrote Hell's Angels and moved from San Francisco to Woody Creek, he uh, was working on uh, his second book, and he moved to Woody Creek to get away from the big city. And in you know late '60s, '68, '69, he just started to get fed up with everything, and he basically was the the creation of the uh, of the third party, and the third party is what we need to keep everybody in check. Um, unfortunately, the Democrats and the Republicans teamed up against him and didn't let his, uh, let his dream come true. Um, and the, the fact that, uh, you had to be 21 to vote at that time. If, if you only had to be 18, like it is today, Hunter would have won and asked him to move in totally different. Um, and we've got to figure out a way to make it where it's just not a two party system. And, you know, the libertarians aren't doing it and we've got to figure out what to do. He was like the original, you know, the original libertarian, loved guns, loved, loved, loved drugs. Um, but also, you know, on behalf of the libertarian party, they, they have other stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. that's it. That's all they do. But, but, that, <laughs> but that is, but that is the lead. Yeah. So yes. the third party is what's needed. And that's what he was, uh, he was trying to establish. Yeah. And do, do you think that, do you think that bodes well now? I mean, I get asked all the time, what would Hunter think of the current situation? What What do you think Hunter would think of the current situation? Um, I think that showing that everybody is leaving the big cities uh, in droves right now kind of uh, – he, he wouldn't have a – he wouldn't be able to find a place to live. <laughs> yeah, um, seriously. Yeah. Well, he, could, he couldn't afford that house, but, but then again, he couldn't afford it then. If, if, you know, Stranahan you – know, you know, if it hadn't been for Stranahan. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I think he left at a, at a perfect time. 
Okay. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> I thought, I, I thought, I, I, you know, I've thought about that too. But as we say, you're oh, too soon. <laughs> he, uh, well, he chose it, right? It was, you know, we get. Well, this, you know, for I, him, it was probably the perfect day. Well, he thought so, at least. Hunter was never the kind to stay around when the party lagged. Yeah. I always say it's still because he didn't want to have dinner with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did make dinner plans with Hunter uh, less than 48 hours before he killed himself. That is true. But I don't think we can blame ourselves. I think he had other issues. What what were y'all cooking? No, no, I was coming. coming, (laughs) We were coming to town, and it was a Friday night I spoke to him. And I said, I'll be there Thursday. And we made plans to go to Butch's Lobster House. And then he killed himself on Sunday. So I was like, well, I still think clearly that did not want no, no, no. to go to dinner with I us. I think it's yeah. the opposite. I think that he had the thought, boy, I'm really looking forward to having dinner with Dan Dunn. And he thought, where's the gun? Where's the gun? <laughs> if this is what I've been reduced to, <laughs> looking been forward reduced to this. this. <laughs> no, no more of this. I'm not yeah. going to go on. Well, I, I'm uh, this exciting. I mean, it's it's I think, you know, a movie like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, obviously, very iconic. It, it told this sort of wild, but this movie, I think, sort of speaks to the side of Hunter that I really appreciated most. It was, it, but the serious part, you know, the 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 he meant that, and it, and it was, and, it, and I we talked about this on a, on a previous episode. He's very deliberate. He's very thoughtful, and it looks that way in the movie. And I think people are going to be surprised by that. They're not. You're not going to get that wild, you know, Johnny portrayal or even the Bill Murray portrayal. And, this is this is a hunter that maybe not people don't know as much about. This is the this is the pre-Gonzo hunter. This is when he's a dad and he's trying to figure out what to do with his family and he's trying to write a book. This is before everything uh, that Fear and Loathing became in in Las Vegas became. Yeah. Um, and he, it, it shows him as a human, um, as opposed to a character. Well, I'm excited. Oh Curtis, yeah, Curtis, yeah, you're yeah. excited. Curtis has um, a boner. Oh my God! Stop it! <laughs> I need. I need. To- Sorry, I had to. Oh, I had to bring if you're gonna make that kind of joke, you need to step back. <laughs> Paul, Paul Morgan, uh, you got any? You got any? Are you gonna stay? Are you got other movies on tap now, or is uh, this? Uh, you know, I uh, not I'll, sure if you had a good time or not. I, I can't I, figure I, it out. I, yeah, I, he's I, like, why would why would he do that again? He's uh, like, you, the did you fucking miss, kitchen. Did you and miss the part fucking of, people the, struck? Yeah. Damn goats. I mean, well, you know, the, the, act, the lead actor that played Hunter, uh, we were driving up in a minivan doing scouts, and we're on a windy road, and a group of uh, Harley Davidsons come by going into Silverton, and all of a sudden, he just smacks me, and I put the car in park, and I look at him, and he thinks he's a, the, the Jay Bolger is a former Golden Glove boxer, and yeah. so I slam the car in park in the minivan, Bobby's in the back, my nephew's in the back who played... Uh, the reporter, and Jay gets out like I'm going to fight him. I wouldn't fucking fight a Golden Glove boxer, and I just grab my water bottle and squirt it all in his face, and I'm playing chicken like with my big brothers running around the car. <laughs> Bobby gets out, and he's like, no, 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 no. Finally, we're about three or four miles from the house where we're staying, little cabin uh, up between uh, Ure and uh, Silverton. I'm sorry, Ofer and Silverton, and I had my running shoes in the back, and I just put on my running shoes and ran home. And there was uh, the guy playing Hunter sitting on the back of the minivan. He's like, hey, man, we cool? I'm like, yeah, we're, we're fucking cool, man. Just, like, don't hit me when I'm driving. Like, at least, like, you know, do yeah. something. Uh, but looking back on it, will I do another film? <sighs> My track record shows I'll do something in the arts every three to four years uh, to kind of 
get me could revive that Christmas play from third grade. <laughs> you know what? People have been clamoring for that. <laughs> and I, there's been I've gotten I, I've saved all the fan mail. So I uh, could probably get a contract writer about the, not getting slapped. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I would just I would just off the top of my head I would I would shoot for that if I were you. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be uh, that'd be that'd be something to think about going forward. Uh, well, when you came through this, people who listen to this are Hunter fans. Did you come away a bigger fan? And, 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 and what did you learn about him do, doing this kind of thing? I learned that he was just a human to begin with. And he had lofty goals, uh, you know, wanted to be the, the next Ernest Hemingway. And he kind of, uh, you know, my father was the huge Hemingway fan. And Hunter's life and Ernest's life ended very, very similarly. And I think that... Being a writer and trying to get the mass appeal of the general public is something that you it's it's just very difficult. And sometimes you got to find your your avenue, whether it's uh, you know recreational drugs or rec- re- whether it's thrills of going into the outback like like Ernest did. Like you've got to uh, everybody's human to begin with, and everybody's got aspirations. And sometimes uh, things don't uh, always pan out. Yeah. Not to be somber. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note <laughs> Jesus, thanks a lot, well, thanks. Good Lord. Let's, talk, let's go All back right. to talking about the damn goats. <laughs> so I guess it's time to bust out the cocaine because yeah, I'm fucking I so. down now. On that note, all we'll, sorts of we'll, yeah. we'll, Hunter would want us to do that. I mean, would, really. Would, well, we won't. We won't not we without won't him, he wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be pissed about the fentanyl. Yeah, um, yeah he man. would. Yeah, yeah. I think he would. He really yeah. would. You can't fuck with the cocaine like that. No, you can't. I mean, he's a purist, you know? He likes to Good LSD, good Coke, and... Do you know yeah. the ATMs in Aspen spit out rolled-up 20s? They come just like you guys right in there, come out. I'm just kidding. 20s? Don't do drugs. I thought you do them through... Pa- I thought you, it's paper straws these days. Uh. Well, I mean, can I say... He's dead. What's he going to fucking shoot me? At the end of his life, Hunter was doing, doing it through his mouth. Remember that? I don't remember anything like that, and I have testified... Yeah. If it if it comes up in a deposition, I will have to. I don't deny think the nose knowledge. was working anymore at the end. Uh, it was very gross. Uh, anyway, on that note, I, I'm still waiting for him to like now fucking yell at me. Oh, you're, you're not allowed to talk about anything. But you know what? What's he going to do? Yeah. He ain't here anymore. Well, uh, for a long time, I thought your first name had been changed to God damn it. <laughs> I just wish I had some of the tapes, like because we would leave me voice answering machine messages, and those things were so. And I just fucking threw them out. I think. Fuck. Well, there you Sucks. go. Uh, hindsight's know. always twenty twenty. Yeah, that's true. I wish we had a kitchen. Uh, this this yeah. from a man who made a film with goats. There's the voice. Wait, there's the voice of Judy. Wait, 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 the, this, what's going on? Over there? Politics with yeah. yeah, that's well. We're not going to talk about politics in Silverton. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, anything we say about that will be, yeah. you know, look. The last thing you want to do is get a damn subpoena and end up in Silverton under deposition. Yeah, so let's there. just, with that note, let's. But let's but, get but, out of but, here. but on a note, if anybody from Silverton is listening, thank you very much for having us. Thank you, Silverton. And thank you, Paul Morgan, for joining us. Curtis, yes. you got anything more to say? I'm done. I'm hey, done. Oh no, wait a minute. You're done. Time to start drinking. I never get tired of that. So let's go. We're gonna, right. Let's go have dinner. Moose on Frank's. All right. All right.